You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, we hope you are able to use your employment rights to keep yourself safe from those who would wish to negatively impact your working day. We say you don't come to work to be someone else's lunch. So this week, unless you've been living in a cave for the last three months, then you will know that we've been in the midst of a battle over the rights of workers to their own self-determination about vaccines and the COVID vaccine in particular. The battle was raging over the rights of workers to choose if or when they should get fully vaccinated against COVID versus the government changing workers' employment rights to mandate, or in other words, force workers to get fully vaccinated or lose their jobs without any right or recourse to complaints procedures or compensation. So in this week's episode, we're going to take a snapshot look at what has happened to workers who work in the adult social care sector and the NHS, with a particular reference to how they've been impacted by an enforced mandate, which in effect becomes a no-jab, no-job policy. The first strike came from the government when what many considered to be a test run of the vaccine mandate was introduced into the adult social care sector on the 30th of July 2021, giving workers until the 16th of September 2021 to get their first vaccine dose to then enable them to be fully vaccinated by the 11th of November 2021 to keep their jobs. And in our No Jab, No Job podcast edition, in episode 84 of the podcast, we talked about this. And we'll put a link to that episode in case you want to re-listen to it. Now, of course, there were many protests about this mandate on the adult social care sector. But you probably didn't hear much about this because the strength of the focus appeared to be on making sure workers understood the choice they had. Get vaccinated or lose your job. But organisations like Big Brother Watch, which is a civil liberties and privacy campaigning organisation, well, organisations like this were very clear about the implications of a mandate. And Big Brother Watch made it clear that a COVID vaccine mandate requiring compulsory vaccination of all workers in the adult social care sector would cause serious damage to British freedoms and workers' rights, would provide little public health benefit and would likely damage trust in public health authorities among the groups where trust matters most. This position was also echoed by trade unions and employee associations, but the mandate was enforced. 
Many believe the voices of those who work in the adult social care sector were silenced below the strong cries for mandatory vaccines in the sector, with many also believing that the push for mandatory vaccines was firstly a push too late after it was felt that so little was done to protect the sector at the height of the pandemic. And secondly, many people in the sector felt that adult social care was a soft target because it is a sector filled with mainly female, low-paid, dedicated but demotivated staff who, whilst already struggling to deliver quality support and services, because of the stress and pressure and ever-increasing workloads in the sector, well, the workers in the sector felt they were an easy sacrifice to test public opinion on mandatory vaccines. The workers in the sector felt that because the sector has a low level of voice and power to challenge the decision to impose the mandate on the sector, the sector was hung out to dry. So the mandate was imposed and over 40,000 people lost their jobs in a sector that was already carrying a high staff shortage rate. So you can guess what happened next. We saw huge vacancies in the sector and this led to allegations of staff shortages causing bed blocking in hospitals because care homes just didn't have the staff to deal with the referrals coming out of hospitals. Remember that? Bed blocking, that old year 2000s into the late 2010s problem resurfacing again in an acute way. It's clear that some dissenting voices about mandatory vaccines were right. Again, not just because some didn't want to get vaccinated, but mainly because they could foresee a similar mandate being imposed on the NHS would cripple an already struggling and overwhelmed NHS. And off the back of Clap for Heroes and professionals in the sector who have a great deal more visibility and lobbying power, it seems, than the adult social care sector, well, this powerful lobby began to speak out. And when the government attempted a rollout of the mandate to the NHS and social care sectors, which traditionally houses clinicians, consultants, doctors and nurses, well, before the mandate rollout was due to come into effect, the backlash came into effect and a government already reeling from a catastrophic loss of public trust and confidence following the whole Partygate affair. Well, that government, many believe, just did not feel it had the kind of public support that would support any actions it took to force clinicians, consultants, doctors and nurses to force them out of their jobs unless they had their first dose of the vaccine by the 3rd of February 2022. And just days before the deadline, we began to hear rumblings that the mandate would be pulled. On the 22nd of January 2022, the press reported that the Prime Minister and the Treasury Secretary were facing mounting pressures from MPs 
and some clinicians about the impending disaster of a staffing crisis that would follow if a mandate was applied to the NHS, with estimates being touted of up to 70,000 health service staff possibly losing their jobs. Then, on the 31st of January 2022, Sajid Javid announced that mandatory COVID vaccine policy would be axed for the NHS and social care staff in what many called an 11th hour government U-turn, with Sajid Javid saying what everyone had been saying for the last several months, that it is no longer proportionate under the law, his words, to require compulsory vaccination as a condition of employment or doing your job. And the climb down was put down to a shift in the status of the virus to a lesser strain, which brought with it a let's all live with COVID shift in government policy. But the matter didn't end there. No, the Royal College of Midwives, or the RCM, as it is more popularly known, the RCM was completely unimpressed, stating that whilst they welcomed the decision to scrap the current mandate and consult on a mandate in the future, the government's handling of the whole issue would do nothing to undo the further damage to the already lack of trust for the government amongst NHS staff, including midwives and maternity support workers, and then went on to state its fears that some midwives and other staff may have already left the service because of the mandatory vaccine policy and action needed to be taken to encourage them to return to the NHS as quickly as possible. Francis O'Grady, the General Secretary of the Trade Union Congress, or the TUC, which is sort of like a hub for all trade unions, well, Francis O'Grady made it absolutely clear that trade unions had warned the government against this mandatory approach and that ministers should have listened to staff and unions sooner. But the matter still doesn't end there. No, because now we have an even bigger problem. And that problem is linked to the over 40,000 people who lost their jobs in the adult social care sector vaccine mandate in November 2021. It has to follow that if the government don't believe that a mandate is required in the NHS because of a shift in the type of COVID virus we are now dealing with, then it is clearly common sense that the same shift in the status of the vaccine also applies to people who work and worked in the adult social care sector. And those people who lost their jobs, some with double figures of service in the sector, well, those who lost their jobs could quite rightly argue to be re-employed back into the sector of work they loved and which desperately needs them. To date, there has been no word from the government on this matter, but we're pretty sure that a deal is being worked out in the background, because if it's not worked out, we are now likely to see a flurry of cases coming to court. 
We have heard rumblings, though, like Bolton MP Chris Green, who called for the government to compensate care staff who lost their jobs in November 2021. And Chris Green said that there was a need to make sure that the damage caused to the adult social care sector is reversed as soon as possible. If we thought this matter was going to end quickly with an enforced mandate on the NHS, we were wrong. This matter is going to roll on and on. And again, as soon as we hear anything about what will happen to the tens of thousands of workers who lost their jobs, we'll bring you the latest news right here on the Employment Rights Online podcast. And that's it for this week. Hard-hitting, we know, but we felt it was information that needed to be shared. Remember, if you would like to be added to our waitlist for our bullying and harassment course, you can send your expression of interest to bullyingcourse at employmentrightsonline.com. Once we receive your email, we'll be in touch with you with further information about joining the course. We'll also put the email in the show notes for this podcast episode. As usual, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's episode. And remember, you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes. Until next week... Have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.